Income Tax Podcast with Mike Grinning. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Creative Chats. It's the podcast for artist makers and content creators where we talk about creativity, the creative process, and story. I'm your host, Mike Brennan. I would love for you to be a part of our free community, which is found on Facebook. If you go to dailycreativehabit.com, you can find a host of resources there for you as a creator. You can join our free Facebook group and be among people who are raising their hands to say, I want to show up more consistently for my creativity and craft. You can sign up for the free Daily Creative Habit email newsletter, which goes out twice a week and provides you with specific daily creative prompts, along with some resources and inspiration to help you show up for your own creativity. Also, I have available the Daily Creative Habit Creativity Journal, which is a 90-day journey that you can go on, and it is designed to help you have a system so that you can be intentional about your creativity what it looks like, when you're going to show up, how you're going to celebrate it, and get into a habit and create a bias towards action when it comes to your creativity. This is available at Amazon.com. Hey friends, thanks for joining me for another episode of Creative Chats. This time I want to address something that came in from a subscriber from the Daily Creative Habit email newsletter. And uh, I asked the question there and as well on social media, what questions you have centered around creativity, the creative process, uh, anything that you would like to have addressed here on the podcast. And I ended up getting a question that, that to sum it up, it's basically asking, when do you know that you should push through on something that you're doing creatively or if it's time to pivot and move on? And I think this is a great question because we can find ourselves in this place many times in life as creative people. We're always looking to create something that isn't in existence yet, right? And there's something there's something very alluring about the creative process and making something that's future-oriented, um, that we're actually doing something new and not getting stuck in the same processes, not getting stuck in the same methodology, um, even sometimes the same creative expression. Many of us have multiple passions and we like to pursue many creative projects. And I think when it comes time to asking this question, um, you know, I was thinking back to my own experiences on this and I have had seasons where certain creative activities or projects or expressions have been more in the foreground than other times. When I was younger, uh, like high school and college age, music was my thing. And even though I was going to art school for visual art, graphic design, there was this outlet that I had that was music. And that was not something that was client-based or... um, you know, I didn't use my creativity for somebody else. I used it for myself. I learned songs that were other people's first, and then I ended up writing my own songs because it was a way for me to express something. It was a way for me to have something that I was creating that had my fingerprints all over it. But eventually, there came a time when 
seasons change. And, you know, today, I really couldn't tell you the last time I picked up a guitar. Now, while many people would say that's a very sad thing, um, I'm actually okay with it because I could pick it up again if I wanted to. It's just that my creativity looks different today. I'm doing a lot more other things that take up the time and the space that playing guitar would have. Um, And so, you know, there are times in your life when you lay some things down, you stop doing some things, you pivot, um, whatever terminology you want to put around it, there is certainly a changing that happens. And I think it's important to listen to yourself and to have some room to process because there certainly is a difference between not feeling motivated and not feeling inspired and kind of waiting for the muse as it were and thinking, well, that's when I'll show up and do the work. That's when I will push through when I feel inspired. Um, And, you know, I've talked about that before of how that's not what true creative people do. Professional creative people don't wait for the muse. They show up whether they feel like it or not. And I realize you may be listening today and you're like, well, I'm not a creative professional. This is my hobby. This is an outlet for me. Maybe this is something you want to be making money off of um, and, and part of your profession. But regardless, I think when you take your creativity seriously, you you learn to show up regardless of how you feel. And something happens where there are moments you have to push through. And there are moments where you just do some bad work sometimes. And you have to get through a lot of bad work before you get to the good work. And so being able to assess, am I in a season where I need to stop doing something? I need to quit. I need to pivot into something else. Or do I really need to just push through and figure out the way forward and trust that In the process, the passion will come, the ideas will come, the inspiration will come. And uh, so I want to take just a few moments to identify, you know, here's just like five signs that maybe it's time to stop doing something creatively. And you can use this as a little bit of a litmus test for yourself to consider, you know, is it time for me to move into a new creative expression or a new project or a new season, because let's face it, you know, I've talked about this before as well. There's an evolution that happens to our lives and our creativity, because obviously our creativity is affected by how we live our lives and the things that are going on, things that are important to us, um, circumstances. There are a lot of factors involved in what informs our creativity. And so here's just five things that you can take a look at to say, where am I in regards to these uh, five signs? And is it time for me to stop doing something creatively or pivot into some new creative act or project? The first one is uh, signs of burnout or loss of passion. And, you know, this could be where you just start feeling exhausted and you're really unmotivated towards your creativity. Again, not necessarily having a bad day or a time in which you're feeling like you're waiting for inspiration. But I think this is like over a long period of time and it starts to feel like it's more of a chore 
than something you actually enjoy showing up doing. You know, it feels like maybe there's a taskmaster, even if that's yourself, that's making you show up to do this thing and your heart is just not in it anymore. Um, that may be a sign that, that you need to either take a break or stop this altogether. You know, it's, it's a loss of passion and drive for this creative act. Um, and ultimately, you know, that can affect and impact the quality and authenticity of your work. Because how we show up to do what we do certainly impacts the execution and the delivery, how we talk about what we do, how we bring it to people. And if we're not feeling something anymore, people are going to know, even if it's on an unconscious level. So if you're starting to feel a bit of a burnout or a loss of passion around a certain creative act or expression or project, you may want to just pause for a minute and, and assess you know, am I burnt out? Do I need to, to pause or maybe do I need to stop doing this thing? So that's number one, uh, burnout or loss of passion. Number two is lack of progress or growth. You know, as I said before, we're always evolving as people and as creative people. And if you're pursuing something creatively for a while and you're not seeing any type of progress or growth, either in your skills or in the outcomes, you know, in the work itself, uh, it may be a sign that that maybe this is you pushing in the wrong direction. Maybe this is something that has become uh, stagnant. And, um, you know, if you if you lack the ability to approve, uh, improve on this, you know, it could be frustrating. And and honestly, you could just keep talking to yourself in a way that that just stunts your growth uh, and doesn't allow you to move through and explore and be curious and to follow those um, threads that you want to pull on um, because you're feeling like you're just spinning the wheel and there's really nothing happening. Uh, this might be an indication that it's time for you to explore something else creatively uh, and we're again, we're not talking about necessarily a day or even a week, but I think when there's a season where you don't see that progress, you don't see that growth, you may just want to take a pause and not just simply do the same old, same old and push yourself just because, but ask yourself these questions, do some self-assessment. So number one, uh, burnout or loss of passion. Number two, lack of progress or growth. Number three, uh, a negative impact on your well-being. You know, if you are doing this creative act, you know, you're, in, you're immersing yourself in this creative process and it starts to take a toll on you uh, physically, mentally, you know, it's important to, to pay attention to this. You know, if you're if you're experiencing some kind of chronic stress or anxiety or sleep deprivation or any other kind of negative, you know, health effects because of your creative pursuits, this is definitely a red flag to say, you know what, maybe it's time for a timeout. Put yourself in timeout, you know, um, because you have to prioritize your self-care. And, and yes, there are seasons and projects where you have to just knuckle down and go for it and go the extra mile. And, you know, I remember when I was in art school, especially those were some of the, the sweetest moments where you would just push through because you were in the state of flow. You were so lost in what it is that you were doing and excited about the process, excited about the outcome and the results and the execution. And it was like, oh, this is why I love creating. This is why I do what I do. 
And the same thing can happen where, you know, if you're working on a commission for something or you're writing something and you have these breakthroughs, um, it can be really easy for you to start just uh, uh, having a negative impact on other areas of your life. You know, if you're not eating enough, you're not sleeping enough, you're not taking care of yourself, you can't show up to be your best creatively. And, you know, it makes me think about even how, uh, what is it, the story of the baker and, and the baker's family, you know, he's the, the baker's feeding everybody else, but he's not feeding himself. And so inevitably he collapses and he's no good for anyone. The same thing goes for us as creative people. We need to make sure we're practicing self-care and you will know best what self-care looks like for you. But the basics of sleep and eating and taking time to either go for a walk or having some kind of break in even in the rhythm of your creating a time when you can walk away and come back with fresh eyes and fresh ears and, and a sense of um just having paused long enough to be able to come back to something and look at it objectively. So if you're experiencing any of these negative impacts on your well-being, that might be a sign for you to stop doing something if it is going to be that taxing or at least to do something differently. Uh, so number one was burnout, loss of passion. Number two, lack of progress or growth. Number three, negative impact on your well-being. Number four, it's conflicting priorities. Now, I know this one is probably hitting home for so many people because I have conversations all the time about how difficult it is to prioritize for your creativity and to get some momentum to establish a daily creative habit that I talk about all the time, that really comes down to priorities. It really comes down to this, this sense of, you know, am I able to uh, manage my time, my priorities well enough where I'm getting things done that I have to get done, but I'm also getting done the things that I want to get done. And many times our creativity falls in that want bucket. And so if your create, you know, if your creativity is, is so demanding, um, and it's, it's causing, you know, too much time and energy to be allocated there. Um, and that's causing conflicts with other areas of your life, you know, like your relationships, your, your paid work um, or personal responsibilities. You know, this may be a sign that you need to reassess your priorities uh, and try to balance out these aspects of your life, because, again, we are whole beings. Um, we're multifaceted. We have things that are not, you know, segmented and compartmentalized, but what happens in your relationships affects what you do creatively. I mean, case in point, so many of the great songs that we love, love songs or breakup songs or unrequited love songs, you know, <laughs> these are all songs that have to do with experiences around relationships. And so the same thing where if we start having this conflict of priorities where we're not able to show up and do the things we need to do and be the person we need to be because our creative acts, because our creative expressions and projects are tipping the scales too much in one direction, then that's a big problem. And we cannot go very long without seeing ill effects of that. Um, it's, it's making sure that things are not disproportionate because if they are, it may be time for you to reevaluate how you're spending your creative energy and your time and perhaps how you can 
be sure to put some limits and constraints even on things. And I know that sounds funny in, in regards to creativity because so many times we want like, sky's the limit. I want to be able to do whatever. I want creative freedom. But the truth of it is, if we have no boundaries, if we have no constraints, a lot of times we'll find ourselves paralyzed by too many choices or we're not actually able to tap into full creativity because we're not solving a problem because we've said there really is no problem. We're just going to do whatever, whenever, however. Case in point, if you are doing something, let's say you're a visual artist and you're painting, one of the constraints you have is the size of your canvas or paper. You have to work within that certain size, or maybe you work with a certain medium. Maybe there's a certain style uh, that you have adopted for your creativity. These things are parameters that we've given ourselves or that we've learned to adapt to. And so I think it's interesting that we would look at these things not as you know bad things, not as limitations, but rather things that help us to be sure that there are uh, there's a container in which we're doing our creativity. And so this, I think the same thing happens when it comes to our time, how we spend our time and our priorities making sure that there is nothing so disproportionate that you know, you're always spending time on your creative acts and you're ignoring friends or you're ignoring uh, a spouse or family members or whoever it is that you have in your life relationally because those relationships are going to need to be nurtured. And so we need to be able to move in and out of our creativity and relationships and work and all the other demands. It's learning how to balance those things as best we can. And sure, there'll be seasons where you may have extra on one of those things as opposed to another. But I think by and large, if you're starting to feel like you want to give up, if you're questioning if it's time to move on, if it's time to pivot, if it's time to quit this creative act or activity, this may be an area that you want to assess where are things in terms of your priorities and are they conflicting? So number one, burnout or loss of passion. Number two, lack of progress or growth. Number three, negative impact on your well-being. Number four, conflicting priorities. And finally, number five, if you have a lack of joy or satisfaction, this could bring about just this sense of, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. It's not fun. And it's not enjoyable. There's no joy. And I experienced this because I remember as a kid, I would create things for other people. They were greeting cards with cartoon characters. And I would make these cards and I would give it to somebody and I would see their face light up. And in those moments, I knew, wow, this feels really good. I did something. I created something. I gave it to somebody else and I made them smile. And there was an exchange that happened. It brought me joy. And later on, as I started to move into graphic design and more leveraging my creativity for service and for other people's um, needs, it became less and less joyful in some circumstances. It became more of a job. It became more of something that was tied to things I had to do, not necessarily that I wanted to do. And it was sad because the thing that had brought me some personal joy suddenly was a thing that robbed me of that. 
And I had to learn how to reconcile that. That's also part of why I talk about if you are a creative professional and you are leveraging your creativity always for someone else, you need to make sure that you have a place for passion projects. For those projects that only you touch, you're the one who has a say in what happens, what doesn't happen in the budget. There's no committees. There is no anybody else telling you that you can't do something. You know, in design, it was always make the logo bigger, make it bolder, make it pop. You know, <laughs> those are kind of if you're a graphic designer and you hear those words, you, you probably break out into hives. Um, but there's a sense of I'm doing this because it's a personal project of mine. I'm passionate about this. This brings me joy. And maybe I show it to people and maybe I don't. Maybe I sell it and maybe I don't. But the underlying thing that's holding this together is the sense of joy and fulfillment and satisfaction. And if you're not finding that in your creative work anymore or the sense of accomplishment, then maybe it's time for a timeout. You know, it's it's becoming aware that what once brought you joy is now becoming a stress or disappointment. And that may be the thing that's telling you it's time to let this go. Uh, it's time to pursue something else that maybe you can become curious about a new project, a new creative expression. And um, that may help you find some new joy. And there are other times, honestly, in my life where when I was coming back to my art after my 10-year break, it wasn't necessarily me thinking, well, I'm going to draw and do different subject matter just by drawing. In in my coming back, that ended up being what it was as far as my tracking my daily creative habit. It was, you know, day one, I talk about my Starbucks coffee cup and how the proportions were awful and it was just an embarrassment. But there was also moments in there where I, I took a printmaking class and I hadn't done that since I was in college. And even at that, I only had maybe one or two classes tops in that. And it was something that was creative. It was creatively adjacent. Uh, it was just enough familiarity to make me feel like, okay, I could create something that would be, you know, okay and I could feel good about. But also was challenging enough that it introduced a new element to me that sparked some curiosity, sparked some joy. And ultimately, that wasn't the thing that I ended up sticking with, but it was the bridge back for me. It was the thing that led me back to going, okay, yes, being creative. And, and it's not necessarily printmaking, but for me, it led back to drawing. And that was what I needed to kind of kickstart some things again. And so it's important to ask yourself, you know, is this thing that I'm doing, is it bringing me joy? Do I feel a sense of satisfaction in what I'm doing? Or has it become boring? Has it become the same old, same old? Has it become so familiar to me that I'm phoning it in and I don't really care about what it is that I'm doing anymore. And again, I think that will show through in the things that you do, how you do it, how you talk about what you do. Um, these are really important. And these are signs, these are flags that I think it's worthwhile to press pause no matter where you are and see how these things line up in your creative life. Ask yourself the hard questions. Spend the time 
to maybe journal with these, you know, write out these, 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 um, signs again, you know, and then say, here's how I'm doing, you know, rate yourself from one to 10. And again, I'll list them out there. It's, it's number one, burnout or loss of passion. Number two, lack of progress or growth. Number three, negative impact on your well-being. Number four, conflicting priorities. Number five, a lack of joy or satisfaction. And I think if you're not feeling good about where you are creatively right now, taking the time and creating space is probably the best thing that you can create instead of trying to just white knuckle your way forward. Sometimes that break in the rhythm, sometimes that pause, letting things settle, giving us fresh eyes and ears and perspective is exactly what we need to assess what's the the right next step. Is it to abandon this thing? Is it to pivot to something else? Has this run its course? Or do I need to figure out how to keep going and maybe introduce something new into the process, something that injects some new life into it and maybe takes it to another level? Because again, remember, we're always evolving in this. We're always growing. We're always trying to figure some things out that are next for us. And if we become too complacent with our creativity, it's going to bore us and we are going to want to give up. And I think it's also important to stress that things have a season. I look back on my life and I have, you know, a decade where music was the thing in the foreground and that kind of went away and slowly started to fade into the background. Something else came to the foreground. There was a time at which I used to think, man, I am broken because I have all these different creative expressions and interests and I feel like I'm juggling them. And I feel like if I, if I let a ball drop, then I'm, I'm somehow not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And I felt like these, these creative expressions were all in competition with each other. And that created a lot of stress for me. And it created this sense of, man, if I pay attention to this thing over here, this thing starts to fall. I can't let any of these balls fall. I need to keep them all going at the same time. But I, what I realized was that it wasn't about any one particular ball in the air. It was really more about me. And it was about these balls being parts of me, expressions of me in different seasons, in different ways. And it's okay for something to fade into the, into the background or it's okay to say goodbye to something. I think as long as you're showing up being creative, being joyful, feeling satisfied, feeling challenged, being interested in yourself, in the process, in the product, I think these are the things that keep us going as creative people and looking to see how we can serve not only ourselves in the process, but the people around us. And I think as long as we look to do those things, there's a certain amount of it almost doesn't matter what that looks like. I mean, sure, we're going to have interests. Sure, we're going to have things that we're more passionate about and maybe more gifted at. But I think stopping every so often to assess is really important and key so that we don't burn out, so that we don't just burn everything down to the ground and walk away. Take the time that you need to create space. Ask yourselves these, these questions and be honest. And whatever it is that you do, 
look to be joyful. Look to be filled with gratitude. Look to be curious. It's okay to shift your focus to something new. And maybe it's just simply for self-expression. It's okay to trust your instincts and to take care of yourself in the process of this. To not let your yourself suffer in in way of not eating and not sleeping and not exercising or moving your body. Um, all these things should be in place and be a priority in your creative journey, no matter what that looks like, no matter what it is that you're creating. Take care of yourself. And if it's time to move on, if a season has come to close a door, then thank that thing for being in your life. And take a moment to be sad if you need to be sad. And then let go. Open your hand. Because there's nothing worse than feeling stuck and trapped in something. And especially when it's from your own design. That no one is forcing you to do that. But you have set that up in such a way that you feel like you need to keep serving that master. And perhaps the time has come for you to move on. So I hope this has given you some things to think about. I hope that if you've been considering whether or not to quit a certain creative activity or to pivot into something else, uh, or maybe you've been questioning if you're, you're burnt out, you're just not sure because you are such a high achiever, a high producer, that it's hard for you to admit that maybe I'm burnt out. I hope that this gives you enough pause and enough questions and enough of a framework to hold up alongside yourself to do some self-assessment and figure out what's the best way forward for you. And whatever it is, friend, I know that you will create I know that you'll create amazing things because that's in you, because your desire is to be there. And it's okay if you're in a season where you're questioning. It's okay if you're in a season where things don't look like you thought they would or what they once did look like. This too is all part of the creative journey. We're always moving forward. We're always advancing. And sometimes it's one step back, two steps forward. And there was a phrase that I came across years ago, and it was, the only way forward is the way through. And I think the same is true for our creative journeys. It's going through. It's assessing. It's putting the work in. But it's also pausing to examine. And at the end of all this, I know that you will be in a place where you can start to identify, have some clarity, and create more amazing things, whether that's for yourself or the people around you, whether it's for a hobby or a profession. And as I always end these episodes, I do want to encourage you to create things, but I also want to encourage you to create space. Call a timeout. It's more than okay, and we need it. So go create something, something that gives you space. Thanks for listening today. I'd appreciate it if you would subscribe, leave a rating and a review. It really helps this podcast be seen and heard by others.